Hello and welcome back, past, present, and future Oxies. This is season two of the Ox Life by Nowcap. I am April and we are back with more episodes, more experiences, and more stories. Hello and welcome back, past, present, and future Oxies. This is season two of the Ox Life by Nowcap. I am April and we are back with more episodes, more experiences, and more stories. Our first guest for season two was actually mentioned in season one, episode one of our podcast, and it is my friend and teacher, Mamen. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, so, April, for having me. So, Mamen, first of all, tell us, like, for Mamen isn't your name name. That's your nickname. Yes. My real name is Maria del Carmen, but everybody calls me Mamen because it's easier. So you take from Maria, Ma, and from Carmen, Men, and you mix them and you get uh, my nickname, Mamen. And that's actually something that I learned living in Spain because I remember that I had um, one of the private lesson moms that I met or one of the moms that I met was named Mar Marissa, and I thought her name was Marissa. And then, mm -hmm. and my boyfriend Javi was like, no, her name's probably Maria Luisa. And I didn't realize that they make these name conjunctions. They're not like nicknames, they're like conjunctions. Yeah, so, that's right. It's pretty common here. <laughs> yes. So, Maman, tell us, um, how long have you been a teacher and where are you working now? I started, in, um, I started teaching English like 12 years ago, uh, first at a university level. Mm -hmm. And right now I am working in a high school. Uh, for the last seven years, I was working in a private school, uh, but I changed my mind two years ago and I decided to give it a try in a public school because I wanted to see something different. And uh, I'm really happy with my new position or in my newest school. Yes, that's, I'm happy, you're happy. Also, so in your work experience, your teaching experience, have you encountered many language assistants? Yeah, I had like, uh, at the beginning, I was working for like two years with a British guy and a, a woman from Australia. Uh, and then I had like different um, auxiliares de conversación or a, a language assistant in my class from different countries, but most of them were from the United States or the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And uh, for those people who don't know, me and Mamen met um, yeah. in our previous school and yeah. we became very good friends. And as I mentioned in the first episode, Mamen invited me to her wedding. Yeah. In Murcia. It was so, yeah. it was so amazing. And it was honestly like one of the coolest experience experiences that I've had in the program. So you've had, um, you've worked with and collaborated with different language assistants. What can you say, what are things that you like about language assistants and what are things that you dislike about language assistants in the classroom? <laughs> 
Well, uh, thanks to this uh, Australian woman, I learned a lot of uh, things from Australia that I didn't know. And that was a really good experience. And uh, thanks to you, I learned a lot of uh, about Canada, the Philippines. Uh, um, so I guess that I know how to, well, I try to know, or I know how to teach the grammar, uh, but you guys have more knowledge about the culture. Or like uh, the other day I had a student, uh, well, I'm the assistant. I, in this year, we have five students from, from, from five, sorry, five language assistants from different countries. But mm -hmm. one of the girls is really nice and she's from New Orleans. And as Mardi Gras was at the beginning of uh, March, I invite her to come to my classroom to do like a presentation or a different activity uh, in my class. Because uh, we tend, like English teachers, we tend to forget about that um, holiday. And uh, well, I was in New Orleans and I thought that it was like beautiful. I felt, fell in love with the city and she came and the students really like it. And they learn a lot of interesting things that, uh, thanks to her. She even uh, bought some, made uh, some beads and like uh, she tried to do um, like the traditional cake from New Orleans. Really? Yeah. For the class? Uh, yeah. And that was like really nice. And they learned that our Con de Reyes is like really similar to their uh, cake. Uh, but they were laughing because uh, she <laughs> hide a baby Jesus inside the cake. Mm -hmm. So when they found it, they were like, uh, like really surprised. And um, I don't know. I I think that I learned a lot of cultural stuff and a lot of vocabulary from all the language assistants that I had in my classroom. Like for instance, with you, I learned a lot of uh, like traditions. You had like really good ideas. The idea that you have uh, one day that you came to me and you told me like one of the most difficult situations for me when I learn Spanish is talking on the phone and you mm -hmm. asked me, yes. <laughs> uh, I want to do a, a phone activity in class. I want to call my mom, my grandma, sorry. And I really like that idea. So uh, because you guys in general give like a fresh perspective to the classroom or like uh like i don't know sometimes we teachers are obsessed with grading and then uh, and finishing the books and grammar but you uh have really good ideas because you are not that obsessed with the grammar and and all that things and do you think that that's um do you think that's a little bit of a disadvantage because I know most native speakers from North America, probably Australia and the UK, we never learn grammar. They never really teach us grammar. And if so, it's very like, like really quickly, like in our English classes, I remember in high school, in my English classes, we never spoke about grammar. I know that in Spain um, for lengua, they have syntaxes and things like that. I've never done that in English. We always did like, it was basically literature. You read a book, you analyze it, and you write an essay about it. So I think a lot of the language assistants come to Spain, are put in a classroom, and know nothing about grammar. But it's not their role. 
Like, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, they are in the classroom to do different activities. Like I was also a, a Spanish teacher. I was working in Ireland and in the US. And for me, as you said before, it was really hard because I haven't studied the, the Spanish grammar. I mean, it's my native language. And uh, for me, uh, it's easier to teach English than to teach Spanish because I know what I have to teach. Uh, I know the common mistakes. I know the uh, vocabulary that, uh, like every, like for example, if I have to start unit five uh, and the vocabulary is related to environment, I kind of know the vocabulary that I need to teach all the phrasal verbs, sorry, and the idioms that are connected to that uh, unit. But for me, it would be like, it would, I would need more time to do it the same lesson in Spanish. Uh, so I think uh, that their role in the classroom when they, well, at least from, for, for me, when they come into my classroom, I expect them to help my students to develop their speaking skills or to teach them, uh, I don't know, funny things or interesting facts about their countries to do like to have fun you know I want mm -hmm. them to I want my students and them to have fun uh, to play games um, because obviously their pronunciation is better <laughs> and uh, they can think of I don't know idioms that I don't know or like think about expressions that I don't know or like at the beginning of this school year I was working I was uh, doing an activity um, with um, one of the language assistants. And uh, we played Time is Up and we had a lot of fun and the students learned a lot of vocabulary. And uh, that's for me, the most important thing. Like if they don't know the grammar, if they don't know how to teach grammar, that's fine. Um, what I want is that my students have fun and they learn English at the same time. So Maman, in your opinion, do you think that language assistants actually make a difference in the language learning process to the students here in Spain? I, yeah, 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 definitely. Like uh, they learn a lot, of, a lot of things from about the culture, the history. I remember that last year when you had the idea to do different activities about the Black History Month and you uh, helped me to create or we created the Padlet. Uh, they learn a lot of things about uh, immigration, racism, or like, uh, I don't know when, I think it was like four years ago, the Australian woman had an idea to celebrate the Australia Day. So they learn a lot of vocabulary and interesting facts about Australia. And as I, as I haven't been in Australia, I didn't know, I, I couldn't help her. So she kind of organized everything and they learn a lot of interesting little things about Australia. Uh, I think that you, they really like to be with the language assistant because it's not, they feel that they are not, they are learning, but there is not a, like a, an, obli an obligatory thing that they have to do. You know, like mm -hmm. when I am there, when they, are with, when they are with me, they know that they have to do activities related to grammar or speaking that uh, they are being evaluated. But when they are with you, they know that they are, playing most of the time so they are having fun so they really like to learn things from uh from you guys 
Well, I really enjoyed our classes um, together because I think also as a language assistant, one thing that really makes a difference is your relationship with the teacher. Because depending on the teacher, depending on your relationship, your communication with the teacher, the class can really go to another level. You can be more personal with the students. You can you have like more trust with the other teacher. So you, maybe you can suggest things that you would be scared to suggest, like the Black Lives Matter thing. I probably wouldn't have done it with any other teacher because I would be scared to ask them, hey, can I do um, this, this activity? So I think, do you have any advice for language assistants coming to Spain who know nothing? Because I think there's also a huge difference between, for example, in the school that we were in together, me and the other assistant, Gadiel, had already some experience teaching yeah, in the classroom. And I, could, and I could see that. Uh, well, the thing is that, or the huge mistake is that teachers in general think that you are teachers in the US or in Canada or in the mm -hmm. United Kingdom. So they uh, expect you or expect you to do all the activities, but they, maybe they don't know that you are, I don't know, doctors or you are, uh, you have studied something completely different in your country. So I would recommend them to see them. Uh, oh, I would rec recommend them to uh, speak to the teachers the first week uh, and tell them, uh, what do you want me to do in your class? What do you, what do you expect me yeah. to do in, in, in your classroom? Uh, be, and that would be the most, or I think that's the, the, best advice because uh the teachers in general think that you know how to teach or you know how to uh create different activities or that you are teachers in your countries mm -hmm. and some of you are but some others are uh want to come here to enjoy spain and to mm -hmm. learn or learn spanish or to travel around europe and um I try to be nice to you. I try, well, I try to do my best and I try to help you because I have been in that situation. So, I mean, when I was working uh, in, the United, in the United States, I was in your position. Like, I yeah. mean, I was an assistant too, so I know how it feels. Uh, but um, I, the, for me, the best thing would be to sit down with the, with the English department and ask them, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to play with yeah. your students? Do you want me to do, uh, I don't know, speaking activities? What do you expect yeah. from me? And I, I think also so that the teachers know for those, for those assistants that come without a teaching background that, hey, I actually don't know how to teach. And actually, when I first when I first, first, first came to Spain and I was a language assistant in Parla, you know, the first week you introduce yourself, I kind of made it very clear on the first day. I was like, so um, I actually didn't study English. I didn't study Spanish and I didn't study how to be a teacher, but I'm here and I'm trying because uh, for example, I studied finance, but I think I was quite lucky because one of the university courses that I took required me to be a like literally a TA or a, a 
language assist, not a language, sorry, a teaching assistant. And I had to like, oops, I had to teach um, university students like university content. So I had that kind of experience, but I didn't have experience teaching non-native high school students. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was a, for me, that was a big learning curve at the beginning because um, now I'm in a bilingual school and a lot of the students have a good level, but my first school was a non-bilingual school and they all had a very low level and I didn't know any Spanish. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I was very like, I, I, I found it difficult to gauge the level, the activities that I could and couldn't do. Um, but I, I enjoyed my experience and I enjoyed my experience with you. That being said, to wrap up the first episode of season two, we're so happy that Maman was able to come here, share her experiences. Do you have any memorable moments in your time as an educator, specifically with an auxiliar or a language assistant in your classroom? The best experience was having you in my class last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I miss you a lot in, in classrooms. Um, so I mean, I it was just great because uh, you were you are great, and uh, it was like lovely to have you there. You helped me a lot because you know last year was like really tough. Uh, yeah. So um, like you were a friend. Uh, you became a friend. And that's it. Yeah. And working with you was great because you had uh, great ideas. And I guess that you are having great ideas. So uh, <laughs> that's a, like one of the things that um, that I like most about, about you was that uh, you have a lot of energy and <laughs> you could give that energy to the classroom. Uh, because most of the times uh, when I have assistants in my classroom, I want them to run or to shout or like, uh, I want them to be like me, you know? Yeah. Like if I am the teacher, I want them to be the teachers too. If they have to shout at the students, like, I mean, they are another teacher. They are not in a different level. I consider themselves, uh, I consider them um, like another teacher. So they have the right to do whatever they want to. Yeah, and, and having having you in classroom was like really good, and uh, I miss you every day. Same. Uh, but uh, well, I I'm like um, I know that you are you will get whatever you want from life. No, oh, like, you're so nice. No, but like last year was like one of the hardest years one of the best years because we became friends. I'm so emotional, I'm like crying. It was such a hard year that year. And you know, like when you find that one person that you can, you can get along with and you can talk to and you form like a real bond. And I found that in you and I genuinely feel like, and I'm crying, um, I genuinely <laughs> feel like that I couldn't have survived that year without you. So I want to say thank you. <laughs> Wow. Oh my God! Well, like, like what? Well, I mean, I I just wanted to see you every day, and that, that's why I want you to. I wanted you to come to the wedding because you. I mean, I was asking <laughs> you like every day. I told you all the little gossips. So <laughs> I, one day I was thinking like maybe she should come. I mean, I at least I can 
actor and then it's her choice <laughs> but I was like really happy that you came to the wedding and that uh, I mean thanks God that uh, we have met because yes. you are like uh, really nice and you helped me a lot and that was really 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 nice so yeah I know I, I remember that one of the things that I disliked about the other school was our long lunch breaks because I felt like I was doing nothing. But yeah. I really like miss actually like having lunch with you every every day. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I'm complaining about the food. Yes, and and, and gossiping. Yeah, and so, going for going for a walk around the school and enjoying <laughs> the weather. That was that was really good. Yeah, I'm complaining about the snow. Yes. So it was it was kind of like. It was like, uh, it was the one thing that I didn't like, but we made the most of it. We made the most of that long lunch break. Anyway, so I'm going to, before we combust into tears, I'm going to finish this <laughs> podcast episode. And we want to say a huge thanks to Momen. And if you would like to continue listening, subscribing, and hearing our stories and experiences as language assistants in Spain, make sure to follow the Oxlife by NALCAP podcast. We also have a TikTok, which is NALCAP Spain, and we have recently opened an Instagram at NALCAP Spain. So thank you everybody for listening to the first episode of the second season of the Oxlife by NALCAP, and hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Bye! Thank you.